Hey loser, this is ace pilot and pro gamer Red Reggie, and welcome to the All Caps Bulletin. If you're listening to the adventures of Zandork, that big dumb robot, and Rain, then you best leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Look, Red Reggie doesn't give a fuck about anything, but I do think leaving nice reviews on content you enjoy is all caps behavior. So be more like certified champion of reviews, Ella Rose Ray, and less like a total loser. Anyway, I gotta get back to gaming and being cooler than you, so that's a wrap for the all caps bulletin. If you don't know what's all caps, then you must be lowercase. Pew, 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 pew. Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book One, Into the Void. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hello. 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 back. I missed Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Back to the Void. We missed the void. Mm-hmm. I did. I missed the void. <laughs> the void misses no one. <laughs> Ouch. The void That's okay. It's better than here. The harsh reality of the void. <laughs> I was going to make another mom joke. Like, you fucking <laughs> would. Oh We're going to have to cut all this. All right. All right. All right. Listen up, y'all. My name is Robert Leahy. I use he, him pronouns, and I will be playing as Xandar Radnax, who also uses he, him pronouns. Hey, y'all. My name is Bianca Phipps. I use she, they pronouns, and I'll be playing Hart, who uses they, them pronouns. And my name is Carlos Olmedo. Uh, I use he, him pronouns, and I will be playing Rain Hallwinter, who uses she, her pronouns. And I am Jules. I will be your void master for this voyage. And uh, before we get started, how about we check out what happened last time? Ooh. Howdy, Voidfarers. Xandar here to catch you up real quick on some of the shit we got ourselves into last week. All right, here we go. Let's see. We managed to rather aggressively sneak ourselves past the giant robot spider tank that met us on the other side of the door Rain was hacking into, and up a ventilation shaft that led us to a room full of dead dwarves, where we managed to fix up an AI and learned a little bit about Gobble Industries, the asteroid-eaten purveyors of the freighter we were casing. As we moved deeper into the freighter, we heard from Artemis, another one of these computer hacker people who seemed to be one step ahead of our crew at every turn. They told us to turn back, but Hart was determined to find their direct report, so we ignored that and kept coming. We met some bugs in the cafeteria, and after some fancy shooting from yours truly and powerful punching from our amnestic robot muscle, we were able to make our way to the cargo hold, where we caught up to Artemis, tinkering with some kind of mysterious and potentially valuable pod. With a few stern, unheeded warnings and an epic leap of faith, We now find ourselves precariously placed in the crossfire of combat once again. Okay, so where we left you was in quite a precarious situation. (sighs) Xandar, (laughs) (laughs) you are mid-jump. You are sort of suspended between these two um, catwalks. If someone was going to take a picture of it, it would fit perfectly on a sneaker um, to showcase your athletic prowess. Um, but at the same time that you jumped, these uh, cloaked drones appeared in the hovering in the air all around you, and they're all about to open fire on you. So we will resolve that in a second. But first, Heart, how are you? Oh, thanks for asking. Uh, absolutely petrified. Um, Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Hart, you are standing on the catwalk and you are watching Xander jump through the air using his um, psionic abilities to propel himself forward. And your sensors um, land on the coffin-shaped pod that Artemis is working on. And something inside of you sparks. Not literally, because that would be a problem if you were actually That would be bad. <laughs> But go ahead and roll a history check for me, and this time, do it with advantage. And don't forget, from last time, you still have guidance from Rain. 
That's true, I do. Oh no. Okay, that's a 12. Okay, cool. You look at this pod. You're not sure what's in it. You're not sure what it is for, but you do know that your directive is to protect whatever is inside that pod. Cool. Xander, you are floating in the air. So this is how I think I'm going to resolve this. These drones would normally have advantage on this shot because they were hidden from you. But since you're mid-jump, I'm going to count it sort of as a dodge. So their advantage and disadvantage would cancel. So they're just going to make straight up shots on you. If you get hit while you're in the air, you might find yourself in trouble. If they miss, you are going to land on the opposite side. Right now, six of these drones are taking shots at you. So All right. You tell me your AC. My AC is 16. Ooh, nice and high. Okay. Actually, your odds are not bad. Let's see what happens, though. I'm going to collect a whole bunch of dice. Love when a DM says that. I hate those. Oh, yeah. I don't think nothing, I've slept nothing since more the last reassuring episode. in the world. <laughs> it's like pouring over my character sheet, trying to see if I have any powers that can save me. Please, 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 land. <laughs> All right, and here we go. Let's see. They need to roll a. They need to at least get an eleven, I think, if I'm doing Bianca math correctly. Hmm. <laughs> Bianca math is no math at all. No, they need a 12. They need a 12. All right. Oh, thank God. Glad you checked. Oh, dear. Okay. So that is one hit, two hits, Oof. and one crit. Oh. <laughs> all right. So let's take a look at this damage first, and then we'll move on to some of the other sort of side effects of your actions. Um, so that is going to be quite a bit of D4. I wish I had a dice roller, but I guess I will make... Let's see how quickly I can pull one up on Google. I don't want to count all these dice. Let's Do you want us to count it down for you? We're really, really good at that. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> so that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. What is your t- current HP total? My current hit points is 22. Xander. No. You take 23 points oh. of force damage as these guns open fire on you. Your body will stop moving halfway through the air and you all will see Xander's body begin to plummet towards the bottom of the freighter. Can I try to catch him? Wait, wait, hold on. I, I pull out a I pull out a capsule and I chuck it at Xandar and I cast um Featherfall. Okay. Okay. Um yeah, I'll take that. Do you, you don't need to roll anything for Featherfall, it just happens, right? It just happens, yeah. Use my reaction to, uh, let's see, let's pull up the description. Choose up to five falling creatures within range. A falling creature's rate of descent slows to 60 feet per round until the spell ends. Yeah, if the creature lands before the spell ends, it takes no falling damage and can land on its feet, and the spell ends for that creature. All right, Robert, you um, don't feel anything, I suppose, but your body begins to slow in motion and you land gently on one of the catwalks. You see Artemis is also like looking over the side. Damn it, I told you all not to interfere. This is on you. What are you doing with that box? I'm almost done, all right? Go see to your friend and I'll be out of here soon. And then you three should hightail it out of here. Do you understand? What are you doing with that box? I, I don't answer to you. Uh, she goes back to working on the box. Uh, what do you do? Uh, Xandar is now uh, below you, uh, just one level down. Um. So in my in my equipment, I have fifty feet of hemp and rope. I have a question. Yeah. Um, can we flavor that as if like Hart has fifty feet of cable that they can just like sort of like like pull from their body, like as like <laughs> like a little like a little rope. I'm just curious. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I am, uh, I am uh, very torn, obviously, but I think, I think because um, I don't know what is in, I don't know what's in the box, and I do know that Xandar is at the very least like a friend of Rain's. I am, uh, I'm going to look at Rain and say, uh, 
make sure this person doesn't break the box, okay? And then I'm going to try to like lower myself down, like like tie my oh, little cable and like, like to the catwalk and like go like get some sort of um, swashbuckler. Yeah, okay. but you know, like real clunky. Yeah, no, I like that. Uh, why don't you give me either an athletics check or an acrobatics check? I'll let you have advantage because you're using a rope. Okay. Uh, that is going to be 17. Oh, nice. Okay. You land on the ground right next to uh, Xandar. Um, Xander, uh, go ahead and give me a death save. Okay. All right. Holy shit. <laughs> Love it. 12. Okay, you are hanging on. Um, Rain, what do you do? So I am just staring down uh, Artemis. And at first, there's like a, um, I don't want to say fear. I'm not scared of her, but mm. I don't know. Like there's a moment of hesitance because it's just like this person uh, is really, really good at what they do. But yeah. I'm also really pissed off. So the moment that heart starts to go down, I spin my watch. Mm-hmm. I stare her down, I spin my watch, I smash it, and I cast um, mirror image on myself. So there's now four, oh. like, so like these like digital versions of rain start like spinning around. And okay. I have like little like, you know, shadow clones uh, of rain. And then I pull out my um, my shield and my plasma cutter. And I say, I'm going to whoop your ass. And I'd start charging towards her with the sword and the shield. Okay, I think that will be an initiative roll. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. see that. <laughs> Dope. 13. 13 for Xander? I got a two. And I'm I'm swapping out my dice. How'd you do, Rain? Oh, I got a 10. Okay. Um, Xander, what is your dexterity? Uh, My modifier is a two. I should um, upgrade my system to not just a piece of loose leaf paper. (laughs) Nothing like the classics, right? So first Mm -hmm. up is going to be Artemis. Um, She is going to see you coming, Rain. Mm -hmm. She's going to draw something from inside of this pod that she's going to be working on. You remember there was that long tentacle that sort of descended from the ceiling. She Mm -hmm. takes that and she sort of punches it into that tentacle and you see like a flash of light run up the tentacle and the tentacle sort of retracts and goes back up into the darkness. Um, That will take her turn, Um, but she um, definitely like sees you coming and you see these drones are like slowly moving their targets over to you. Little red dots are dancing all over your body. Um, And that will be... Xandar, I guess. Give me another save. Hey, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, a 14. Okay, okay. Right. okay. You're looking good, Xander. You're looking good. You're hanging in there. Um, And that'll take us to Rain. Rain, you are trying to make your way over to Artemis. Um, These drones are not going to obstruct your way, but you're going to pass them going to her. Okay. Yeah, I'm just sprinting straight to her. Okay. So I'm going to, can I get close enough to give her a swipe? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, and I'm like, ah, like total anime style. I go for her. Uh, a 12? <laughs> a 12. You um, reach out with your plasma cutter and she, you see that she has sort of like a similar thing to you. She has this like digital shield that springs up on her forearm and she easily bats it away. And um, she says, are you kidding me, kid? Your friend is down there dying. Um, and that will take us to the drones. The drones! <laughs> um, I'm going to say half of this force is going to move down a level to where um, Hart and Xandar are. They're going to have to dash down there. Um, so they won't be able to do anything, but you see they zoom, 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 all like fly down to the same level of you. And three of these are going to take shots at you, Rain. But they have the mirror image thing. So remind me how that works. So every attack that you make on me, I have to roll a d20. If I have three duplicates, I have to roll a six or higher. If I get that, then it hits one of the duplicates. And then <laughs> as they as they start as they start to die off. Um, the number goes higher and higher. Um, also, they have an AC of 13 and one hit point. So, gotcha. cool. Okay. I love yeah. that. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's really mm-hmm. awesome. So, I do roll to attack, and then you just try to deflect it with a with an image. 
That's right. Cool. All right. Um, the first attack will be a 19. That hits. And let me see if it's clone. It's me. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Cool. Cool Talk power. Cool power. Oh, I'm good guess. Nothing gets past these drones. Uh, go ahead and take uh, five points of force damage. Hits me right in the stomach. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Second attack will be also a 19. I'm rolling hot fire. Y'all better look ooh. out. That hits a clone, though. Okay, so one of, my, one of my clones. <laughs> yes, excellent. Mm -hmm. And then the final drone will take a shot. Uh, 22. That hits. And then let's see. And that hits me. Okay. That is going to be eight points of force damage. Um, you're getting shot up by these drones. Um, and now we are down to heart. Um, can I try to stabilize Xandar? Absolutely. I don't think I can heal him, but I, I'm proficient in uh, herbalism kit. I don't know if that does anything. <laughs> um, or do I just make a medicine check? Would, you would do a medicine check. Yeah, go ahead okay. and roll a medicine check. All right, 14. Uh, yeah, you've stabilized Xandar. Perfect. Uh, and I'll just uh, sort of like position myself between uh, his unconscious body and all the drones that have come in until we can whoop, go back up. Nice. Um, you are going to see rain. Artemis sort of stands up. It doesn't look like she's paying you very much attention. And she sure. looks over to um, Xandar down there. And you see she like clicks a few things on her um, armband. And one of these drones sort of flies over towards Hurt. And the top of it sort of opens up. And um, she like sort of looks up and she uh, says, time to go, Blue. Um, and then you kind of feel the ship vibrate again. Mm -hmm. um, that will take us to the now stable and unconscious Xandar um, to rain. Xandar is just like floating peacefully through the astral plane, <laughs> like totally. <laughs> this is pretty wow. nice. Yeah. Wow. Ignorant of all the drama and danger around him. All right, so one of the drones went down to Xandar and, like, opened up and did some shit. Yeah, like, uh, flew down in front of Hart, and it looks like it opened up and is, like, revealing some sort of compartment to Hart. Shit. Um, I'm gonna, I, I guess I'm really annoyed with this Artemis, so I'm gonna keep swiping. Go for it. Oh, crit. Nice. Chef, chef kiss. <laughs> she should not have turned her back on you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Go ahead and roll that damage. All right. So it's just double die, right? Um, yep. Okay. I'm still a wizard. Keep that in mind. Uh, <laughs> you fucking want. <laughs> you fucking want. Uh, that's nine slashing damage. Okay. Nice. Um, you see she sort of like tenses up and she looks back at you and uh, she's like, you know, you're not actually not half bad. I think if you just applied yourself, you could really go places. Stop offering me passive aggressive advice. <laughs> what are you, my mom? You're not my mom. <laughs> um, these drones all retract their guns. Um, the ones on your level, Rain, start flying upwards. Um, and the two on your level, Heart, also start flying upwards. Um, it looks like they're leaving. The one in front of you, however, is opened and you see like a red vial. Um, looks like um, like a syringe is like inside of it. Do I recognize what uh, this what this red syringe is? Yeah, I think you were qualified to administer these on the ships. You are uh, qualified with basic first aid, and I don't think that would have been part of your um, wiped memory drive. You know that this is um, commonly used to uh, patch up uh, humanoids, and even has some effects on yourself. Huh. I uh, I like I I like register what this is, and then I want to look up. Can I make an insight check on Artemis? Yeah. Okay, um, because I I think like my instinct is I recognize that this is a like a gesture of good faith, but I want to know what, why. <laughs> uh, but I don't know because I rolled a natural one. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, heart. Perhaps this truly is your director. 
<gasps> Mom? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take the vial out of the, take the syringe out of the, the, the little droid's head and give it like a little pat, uh, in a very friendly way. Um, and then I'm, yeah. I'm going to like lean down and like, I don't have much experience with Githyanki, I don't think, but I'm, I assume like the build is somewhat similar to a humanoid. Uh, and so I'm, I'm going to try to inject it. All right, go ahead and roll 2d4 plus 2. It points back to Xandar. Nice. Uh, 2d4 plus 2. I can do math. That's 7 hit points. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. You Welcome come back. To and you see these little drones flying away from you. Um, and also, uh, Xandar, you missed your turn, so I'll give you a free perception check as you're sort of staring up at the ceiling. Okay, great. Love that. First thing I do when I come to is try to perceive my surroundings. So <laughs> every morning I wake up and immediately every morning I just, my eyes open yeah. and I go, what uh, can I see? Situational awareness. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be a 10. Ten? Okay. Um, there's something moving around up there, but you can't make out what it is. You think you maybe might still be like, maybe there was still some, you got jostled around a little bit too much and you're seeing things. Yeah, I want 10 more minutes on the astral plane. Uh, Jules, I have a question. Is retracting yeah. my is retracting my rope and going back up? Is that an action or my movement? Um, I think we could. Oh, so oh, so we we have turned this now into a grappling hook. I now understand what you were asking. Uh, <laughs> Jules got tricked. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> it's canon. It's canon. It's canon. You said it. You said I could. You said yes. Yeah, I did. Um, I will say because it's now a grappling hook, it will take your action. Boom. Okay, that's no, that's fair. That's fine. Uh, I will just I'll use my my six seconds of free action. I'll tell Xander, hold on, uh, and then prepare for my on my next turn to. To slide to back up. Okay, mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, Artemis is going to look uh, down at you, uh, Rain. She's now sort of standing on top of this pod. Um, and she's going to say, Well, it's been fun, Scout. Maybe I'll be seeing you around the void. If I were you, I'd take your friends and get out of here because I don't plan on leaving this freighter standing after I leave it. Um, and you see little, like, wings pop out of the back of her compression suit, and she rockets up into the air with a jetpack. Um, you are in her range, however, so you can roll an opportunity attack if you'd like. No, no, I, 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 because she keeps, like, throwing these snide little comments at me, I, I I stand there, I'm like, yeah, well, you, you could kiss my ass and like I'm so preoccupied with trying to think of something cool to say yeah she flies out you hear nice one (laughs) as she fades into the darkness um that will break initiative but as immediately as she flies up there you feel the entire freighter starting to tremble uh did she leave the box not parachute uh you you shoot up with uh, Xandar in hand I assume Mm mhm yes yeah I want you to give me another athletics check Absolutely. I'm taking away your advantage because you're carrying something. That's fine. Um, that's going to be a 24. Whew. Easy peasy. I feel you cradled. Strong. <laughs> you feel Sweet cradled. Baby you feel boy. supported. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm cradling Xandar like a little baby. Mm-hmm. A little baby boy. <laughs> um, yeah, you get up to the uh, same catwalk that uh, Rain is on. Um, the freighter continues to shake. Is, uh, the, is the coffin yeah. there? The coffin is still there. Uh, I, dr- I drop Xandar gently, but uh, back onto the catwalk by rain and just like like glide on over to the to the coffin. I, I think I'm not har- even aware that the ship is shaking. <laughs> I think that heart's coming to me. So like right when they're about to pass, I'm like, yeah, no, I scared him off. And like before I could even finish the sentence, you completely. A hundred percent. Blinders yeah. on. <laughs> you get to this pod. Um, you see, uh, it, it, it is a. Um, you can recognize this, I think, as uh, being sort of a, a tech-created uh, person. That this is a, a sophisticated piece of technology um, that is used to sort of keep things cold. You know that for some reason, sometimes humanoids that are not built out of synthetic things get inside of these pods. Um, there's a little window in the front, and you can make out the um, face of um, what looks like an older woman 
inside of this pod and the uh, apparatus that Artemis was using to sort of access the inside of the pod is still kind of there. Um, so there's sort of this weird thing like sticking out of um, her head. Uh, the pod is hovering and would be relatively easy to move if you tried to. Uh, I, uh, I like put my, my, my little, my little robot hand, uh, over like where the woman's like, like heart would be on the Mm. coffin and just like stare down at her face. And I don't, like, I don't remember her, but like the lights are moving in my brain. Right. I'm like, this is my directive. And I think I, I just turn over my shoulder and look at, at, look at rain. Uh, and I say, we need to take her with us. Uh, I try to go over to peek into the window, but considering I'm only 5'3", right? You're 5'3"? I wish. I'm 5'2". 5'2". <laughs> considering I'm only 5'2", I'm like barely peeking into it. I can't really see. But I say, I say, uh, realizing that the ship is trembling, I'm like, you know what? At, yeah, I guess like if we're going to, you know, have to go through all this trouble, we might as well walk away with something, right? And, uh... I say, Xandar, you good? Well, I certainly can't show up to Durgan empty-handed. Speaking <laughs> of, um, Xandar, your communicator has been going off like crazy ever since you've regained uh, consciousness. Okay, uh, I guess I'll pick it up then. Yeah, you pick it up. You can kind of tell that it um, seems like a bit of like a, a butt dial almost. Mm, okay. Um, but you hear like chaos on the other end of the line. Um, you can hear Red Reggie saying, Oh my God, look at that thing. It's huge. And you can hear um, Durgan yelling, Get us out of here. We need to go. And you hear Reggie say, what? We can't leave them down there. He's like, Forget them. Get us out of here now or you're going back in the box. I go, Hello? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Um, Hello? You hear Durgan go, Oh, oh, Xandar. What is going on on that freighter? Uh, we have secured the payload and are returning to the ship. No, Xandar. Do you see that thing? Uh, I've never seen anything like it. All right. Well, right now is not a very good time for us. I assume as the sh- the whole like room is like shaking around us, yeah, and, like on, like shaking. holding onto the railing of the catwalk, like <laughs> sort of like wavering back and forth. You hear uh, Durgan say, "I'm sorry, my friend. I have to get out of here." And the line uh, goes dead. Wow. Inside, Xandar has like a small bloom of like warmth in his heart that someone called him a friend. Aww. But doesn't show it at all. Like doesn't express any of the. Doesn't let it show on the on the exterior. From the complete other side of the room, Rain is like, "Hey, what?" and <laughs> runs over to the phone. And is like, "Listen here, you fucker! You're gonna pick us up right now!" Realizing yeah. that the phone is like done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She chuck, chucks the phone over the, <laughs> the ledge. Well, we better book. It's not it. even my. It's not even my phone. It's your phone. Sorry. I lost, yeah, you just threw my phone over the ledge. Whatever. There's more on the ship. All right, we better book it uh, back to my ship, assuming it's still docked. Yeah, uh, Hart, you have everything settled over there? Mm, affirmative. All right, let's go. And I guess we right. kind of traverse through the... As yeah, gently as down. possible. Yeah. As the freighter continues to shake. Uh, why don't you all of you give me a dexterity saving throws? Okay. DC 12. Uh, 14. 12. 5. Ty goes to the running. Five. <laughs> he just happening? woke up. He just woke up. I got, I got like nice. jelly legs, you know, after being on the astral plane for so long, being back on the material plane gives me jelly legs. Psychic jump will do that to you. Xander falls prone um, as you all are on your way out of here. And as you take a couple of seconds to pick Xander back up, you look further up the um, interior of the freighter, um, back up above where you just fought um, Artemis, and you see um, pieces of the freighter starting to break open, and you see more of those spiders that you fought, cat spiders, I'm sorry, that you fought before come pouring out of different cracks in the ship. I, like, position position myself between the the cat spiders and this this box uh and like like power up my force gauntlet and i'm ready to just punch my way through this freighter if that's what it takes yeah yeah they're not um they're definitely like pretty far behind you at this point it'll take them a minute to get down to you um you are right in front of the blast doors that will take you back into that main lobby area where you found all those first um dead folks 
Uh, it is still closed. Somebody's going to have to find a way to get this thing open. Uh, I start punching. <laughs> um, you see Hart comes up to this blast door and just starts punching at it. Um, roll to attack, Hart. Okay. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know. Uh, that is going to be a 14. Okay, yeah, roll some damage. <gasps> Yay! Uh, and that is going to be 15 points of damage. Okay, yeah, you see um, Hart is denting this thing. Um, it's making a lot of noise and it's going to take a long time for Hart to get all the way through it. I'm assuming that because the door is now all dented, I wouldn't be able to hack into it and, or, you know what I mean, like try to unlock it and open it normally, the right? The door mechanism itself isn't damaged. Um, uh, Hart is like, just like <laughs> punching straight into like the, the door itself. I'm going for the middle where the seam is. <laughs> You can give it a shot. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try and and beep and boop around on there. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can use your um, hacker's tools or you can use your thieves' tools. I'll do thieves. Cool. 11? I mean, you can do it with advantage because you've done this before. Oh, okay. Not much better. 13. Oh, DC was 13. You, <laughs> the door is damaged a little bit from Hart's punches and it doesn't close all the way. It sort of starts grinding. <laughs> um, but uh, you make your way to the lobby. You see panels falling from the sky dropping. Um, Gobi continues to like glitch in and out. Um, how do you proceed? Oh, Gobi. Uh, I want it to be clear that the doors swing open and Hart thinks that they did it uh, and are just like, you're welcome. Uh, and as we move into the room with Gobi, I think I think Hart will turn to Gobi and be like, sleep well, my friend. Find peace. <laughs> and then try to like turn him off. Alert, alert, alert. <laughs> uh, Xandar is going to, uh, as we are like dashing through this room, this is the room with all the bodies, right? From before? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we are dashing through this room, Xandar's going to make sure to swipe one of the uh, security badges off of one of the bodies and just throw it into, like, a weird little, like, leather uh, case that he has. Okay, yeah, your leather badge case, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got it, yeah, absolutely. That's pretty easy to do. All right, well, we just keep booking, I'm assuming. Yeah, mm-hmm. just sprinting yeah. through. Pushing you this keep large making your coffin. way um, back towards, um, so, so you could go down the hallway where the remains of that security turret still are or you could try to go back through the vent which will cost you some more time the coffin's not going to fit through the vent is it uh that would be very difficult i think i mean yeah. we did i did a pretty solid amount of damage to that turret i think we can afford to like go that way save some time and maybe get off like one attack each and just like destroy it yeah, yeah. i agree Okay. Uh, you make your way through the turret. You see it still is sort of like sparking, and now it's sort of like walking into different walls in this uh, corridor. It looks like it's clearly disoriented. Um, before you get in range, uh, one of you can try to take a shot with some sort of gun. All right. Well, this is and our specialty, so if you don't mind. All right. Come on, gun boy. All right, here we Let's go. See. That's going to be a 21 to hit. Nice. All right. You, I don't think could not kill this thing. <laughs> you left it with like five hit points. Oh, okay. <laughs> but let's roll it and see. All right, let's see here. Can gotta, you do five points of damage? Yeah, I got a D10 plus two force damage here. So let's okay. find out. I whiffed. Oh, oh I got a one. So that's only three damage. No. You shoot this thing and it turns and it starts like walking in your direction. I guess let's roll for initiative. I thought oh my this God. Was over. <laughs> yeah, if we, uh, if we were in initiative there, I could have gotten like an extra D8 of damage and another attack, but no. Not oh, outside I of it. I, well, you technically started initiative, I guess, because you took this shot. So if you have extra things to add. Are you going to give it? You're going to give it to me? Yeah, I'll give it to you. Okay. Yeah, to, to move this along. <laughs> To move this long? All right, yeah. I mean, this is like my big thing as a gloomstock. This is my my dread ambusher power. Uh, I'm going to roll my... ambushed it, for sure. I'm going to roll my second attack here. And that's going to be a 20 to hit. Okay. And that is going to... Can you do two points of damage? Oh, this is going to be fat, yeah. Uh, That's going to drop another 13 damage on it. Jesus. I don't know is destroyed. Bits of it go flying everywhere. You all continue down the corridor? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, you're now moving through Rain's old setup. Rain, you see all of your things 
they've sort of been using and living in this room for quite some time um, are now like sort of falling over. Sparks are flying everywhere as this uh, freighter continues to violently shake. The only thing that I take, I so you see Rain kind of frantically like looking around her messy desk area and I pull out the, what looks like a little metal orb and I don't say anything about it. I just grab it and I'm like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here and okay. book it. Yeah, as you can... T- as we book it yeah. towards my ship, I'm going to shoot my uh, mage hand out ahead of us to open the door for us. Ooh, nice. Well <laughs> Very smooth. Actually, yeah, roll a side of hand to see how cool it is. Okay, cool. Yeah. Make it cool. Come make on. it cool. Come on, it's an invisible cool. mage hand anyway, yeah. so y'all, you, you guys can't see it, but, it, but it'll be uh, it'll be cool to me. Uh, this is going to be a 16. All right. Yeah, Pretty you cool. um, think for a second, uh, Rain, you think, oh, God, do I need to hack through another door? And then all of a sudden, zoom, it slides open and Xander, without missing a beat, runs right through. That was pretty, pretty cool. dope. You're <laughs> afraid of me. You're in the airlock at Xander's ship. Um, are you loading this um, pod into the ship? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have to. Okay, cool. Um, you know uh, enough how to sort of disembark. Um, the system is still active and you are able to shoot out of the freighter back into space. All of you won't need to roll a perception check to see this, but as you look back up through the window of Xandar's clipper, you see a massive dragon. A dragon about the size of the freighter itself sort of clinged on to the side of it. Its skin looks like it's made out of the void itself. It is black and purple and filled with swirling stars. It looks up into the, um, it looks actually over towards the second dibs and it makes this like roar that you can't hear, but you feel and your ship starts uh, vibrating uh, from the pulses it's sending out. And then, as soon as you break free of this freighter, you see the second dibs shoot off into deep space. Whoa. I just stare out the window, and after a moment of silence, I say, you know, that place was starting to really feel like home for a little bit. It's a little weird being away from it, to be honest. Uh, Heart uh, puts her hand, uh, puts their hand on, on Rain's shoulder and just sort of like stares out the window and is like, well, I never knew another place. This is all very sweet, but you don't have time. You see this dragon sort of unpurchased from the freighter and it opens its mouth and you uh, see what looks like a vortex open up within its mouth and you see the freighter start listing towards the um, the, the dragon's open mouth. Um, Xandar, you're going to need to do a vehicle handling check to try to get out of this. Okie doke, here we go. Can I um, uh, pull out one of the capsules, press the button, and use that guidance mist oh, on Xandar here to help him out? Yeah, Xandar, you're about to fly this ship and Rain runs over and just sprays you in the face with something. <laughs> yeah, it's very, like, minty fresh. It makes you feel like uh, Vic, Vic's vapor yeah. rub, you know? I, yeah. you I don't react. I don't even, like, ask what it is. Like, this is just, like, pure trust that this is a good mist. <laughs> just breathe it in. Just a deep breathe it inhale. In. There's nothing Vix can't solve. Breathe, breathe deep in. the good mist. Sana, sana. Uh, all right, so I have, I have uh, you, you granted me vehicle proficiency with void craft. So how would this work? I just add my proficiency. Yeah, let's call this a... Yeah, well, let's um, let, let's add your proficiency bonus, and I think um, you could add either your dexterity or your intelligence, whichever is higher. All right, we're going with dexterity. <laughs> I had a feeling. Timbo. All right, that is actually going to be a twenty-four. All right, you are able to rocket out of the grasp of this like. Uh, uh, um, black hole, essentially, that's opened up into this dragon's mouth. Um, But bits of, like, asteroid and debris are flying towards you. You see Xander is flying expertly around all of these um, space rocks, um, trying to move farther and farther away from the freighter. As you look over back towards the freighter, you see it's almost like 
conford, contorting its size to fit inside this dragon's mouth, and it is slowly but surely being sucked into this tiny black hole that is opened within the dragon's mouth. Um, where do you go, Xandar? Uh, do I see or know? I guess. I mean, I guess this is more of a question uh, for the Void Master. But do I do I know mm. how? I would follow Durgan's ship that like went through, I'm assuming some sort of like wormhole or warp drive situation or something. Like how, how would that work? Yeah, you would be able to track Durgan's ship since this ship is technically Durgan's and is chain coded to his ship. Tracking it shouldn't be difficult. However, give me a perception check. Okay. That is going to be a 16. Xandar, you, something occurs to you as you are trying to uh, pick up speed and fly um, after Durgan's ship. Durgan is very cheap and has only given you enough fuel to go to and from this freighter. Uh, you can drift after Durgan, but you know at, at the speed that Durgan's ship can go, the second dibs can go, you could be drifting for a long time and you don't have food or water on you. Okay, so then I guess uh, I would assess the situation and try to discern if there were any other options as far as, like, a close-by space station that I'm aware of Mm. or, like, uh, a planet that we can find some sort of, like, safe haven on to regroup, restock, refuel, you know? Smart. I'm using that same perception check. um, You know that this is now a dangerous situation you found yourself in. You could hop on this asteroid belt from rock to rock, hoping to find some sort of mining vehicle or outpost, but you would mostly just be playing it by luck at this point. Um, The uh, black hole, however, behind you continues to pull in more of these asteroids. Roll me another vehicle handling check. All right. That's only going to be a seven this time. Okay, your wing is buffeted and you sort of get thrown off your course and you're now sort of spinning through this asteroid belt. Um, Rain, you could help um, Xandar uh, regain control if you do a check with your mechanics tools. All right, Uh, dirty 20. Okay. Nice. Oh, yeah, great. Cool, 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 cool. Very cool. <laughs> so let's do... Oh, cool, cool. Let's do, uh, <laughs> I don't know, a dirty 20. Spin. You um, get yourself over to the other control panel, and you um, turn on the emergency thrusters, and you're able to stop yourselves from spinning. You've now cleared this dragon, and you see it sort of float off into space, and just like Durgan sort of blast off into the darkness. You are left alone in the dark and the quiet of the void. Yeah, I think Rain looks very shaken by that for two reasons. One, what what she mentioned before about it feeling like home. But the second thing is that Rain Rain understands the dangers of, of a black hole and, and the idea that like we would be spaghetti people if we had probably fallen through so i think just the fact just everything is kind of hitting rain she's just kind of like thousand yards staring out the front of the ship for a second and she does exactly that what xander just did just like a oh boy you seem distressed yeah you know i don't know about you guys but where are we gonna go (laughs) xander will uh, go ahead and like flick on the sort of autopilot controls yeah. and 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 set it set the ship to sort of idle to like yeah. conserve fuel uh for the moment while we sort of come to terms with the gravity of our situation um yeah 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 totally and uh i'll try to um i'm torn between like pulling up some sort of like nav system to try to figure mm-hmm. out where we're at in the void or um okay. to uh sort of uh Peak, my curiosity is piqued by this um, pod as well. So I think, yeah. you know, maybe we take yeah. an opportunity for a moment before choosing how to advance to uh, to take a look at this pod. Xandar doesn't really know what's going on with the, the booty that he's collected. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Hart has left the pod side. So like even when we were spinning, I think they like like turned off their heelys and like dug their feet in and like made sure that the the coffin didn't go like <laughs> spinning through the cabin um and like one one hand still sort of like 
on the on the coffin to like keep it close to them uh and and like just sort of like staring out of the of the front window uh and and just like gets um I mean not really like any sort of expression on their face cuz they're not very expressive but but mm. if they could it would be very like uh they just look out the window and they say this is the first time I've ever seen a different kind of star rain slowly looks back at heart and then looks at the pod and realizes that what everything that they just went through was for this fucking thing so she's going to scoot herself out of the out of the front the co-captain a co-pilot seat she's going to walk towards heart give her a, a pat on her metallic shoulder and say well you're going to see a lot of really cool ones soon and looks at the pod and see and says all right let's see what all the uh the commotion is with this this hunk of junk and hops up and peeks through finally. Be careful. <laughs> Proceed with caution. Sounds good, homie. Xander, are you also trying to look at this pod? Yeah, I want to check out the pod, but I think I'm I think I'm delegating to the whiz kid to uh, figure out okay. sort of mechanically what sort of computer system or, or newfangled technology is keeping this critter alive. Fair enough. Um, so you you want to keep an eye on navigation? Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll just make sure I'm keeping like an eye out on the surrounding void to make sure that we're not under attack or anything while we're sort of just idling here in empty space. Sure thing. Um, you can do an investigation check. Um, Rain, is your intention to identify sort of what is inside of this pod or to figure out how to open it? Uh. Both. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to pull out my watch. I stand back. I pull out my watch. I spin it a couple of clicks, and I finally I press it down, and it starts to scan. I do a ritual and try to cast detect magic, see if there's any sort of like protective barrier on it, something that might trigger something if we try to uh, open it or futz with it first. Mm, okay. Yeah, you um, don't see any sort of protective magic. It doesn't appear to be booby-trapped in any way. Um, you do get the sense that the person the person actually inside of this um, pod is magical in some way. Got it. Uh, you just get the sense that they are a magic user of some sort. Got it. Um, and then can I use, with that information, can I use the uh, hacker's tools to try to open it and and or access it absolutely yeah let's have you roll that i'm gonna switch over to xandar yeah how about okay. how about that dongle that uh artemis left yeah that little tool that artemis left in that it. uh that creature's forehead oh yeah you got something might fit inside that dongle <laughs> you what is get- a dongle <laughs> <laughs> you know, a dongle, uh, some sort of little connecting piece, one input to another input. Rain's like, yeah, a dongle, a dongle. For example, Rain is the dongle between you and I. Mm. Yeah, I right. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Thank you for this information. Um, so but don't be calling me dongle, that? that's lame. <laughs> how'd you do on that investigation check? Oh, um, oh me yeah. or, or Rain? Xandar. Oh, Xander, I haven't even thrown it. Well, I haven't even thrown it yet. Too busy thinking about dongles. (laughs) Thinking about my dongles. Uh, That's a 12. (laughs) No. Okay, you know that you are in the hard system. You are in the stone belt currently. The closest planet to you is the planet stone, the um, dwarven homeworld. But um, even closer to that is the void station Castle One. Both of these, however, in your current condition would take you weeks to get to, and you're not confident you have weeks of oxygen or weeks of um, food and water. Sounds like I'm between a rock and a hard place. Indeed. Um, (laughs) Thank you. Um, How did you do, Rain, on that hacker's tools check? I got a 17. Excellent. You access this pod. You're able to see that it has been in um, cryostasis for uh, 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 several crossing years. Um, using the um, space station Fay crossing as sort of the um, galactic uh, 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 time piece, um, it would have been sort of in this thing for um, a little over 100 years. 
Got it. So, so would it be fair to say that if we open this, that people should be careful of the cryo mist or whatever? Or um, it would probably be smart to stand back, but it shouldn't um, it shouldn't damage you unless you're trying to like stick your hand in there or something. Andar pulls his hand back. <laughs> <laughs> can I make another history check to see if I remember this woman now that I can like now that I like see her face through the glass? Yeah, at least? give it to me. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. You're looking at this pod and you get a flash heart. You are standing back on that same catwalk back on the freighters and a small um, dwarven uh, woman is standing next to you, sort of with her arms crossed, looking at the um, same uh, 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 tanker that you had uh, seen this pod being pulled from. Um, she turns to you and she's like, well, this is it. What is? This is the cargo. They bought out the whole ship and this is the only thing on it. So that means whatever we do, we protect what's in here. We don't ask questions and we don't open it up. Understood. Although you're not exactly the curious type, are you? No, there's no curiosity in my programming. I leave that to you. Very good. All right, well, you know your route and now you know what your assignment is, so do you just sort of go now? Affirmative. If you would like to dismiss me, I may go on my route. Yeah, you're dismissed. And then you flash you. back to the clipper. <laughs> as, as the flashback ends, sort of like echoing in Hart's brain, I'm sure it just says, oh, don't open it up, don't open it up, don't open it up. And as we yeah, flash back like, to present <laughs> times, I turn up, Xandar turns to Rain and goes, well, open it up. And I start hitting it with a, a wrench. No! <laughs> and, uh, you certainly and, like, don't need to hit it with a wrench. Uh, uh, there's like, there's like, it's like a, it's like, there's like a moment where, where Hart just comes in and just like pulls their heads yeah. away from the coffin, like with, with their very strong hands. And it's like, mm, we must be careful. I've broken a lot of rules today. Rain leaning completely forward, being only supported by Hart's hand size. <laughs> And just gives like this exasperated sigh and just says, all right, we'll do it the long way. Look, you two, the way I see it, we're in trouble either way, no matter what we, no matter where we aim our our ship, no matter what course we take. So we better hope salvation is inside that box. And just as you say that, Xandar, a proximity alert is going to trigger on your ship. Uh, Something is, um, has entered uh, uh, the, the void space around you uh, relatively close all right i'll jump jump back into the captain's chair you see a ship um maybe about 500 ish feet off looks like they have like a searchlight on and they're uh looking through kind of the debris of where the freighter used to be you're currently sort of idling away from them but they're slowly like scanning through all the wreckage towards you do I recognize any of, like, the insignia or markings on the ship, like, wh- who they would be aligned with? Um, you don't recognize any of the signias or, or um, any of the uh, markings, and you reason that makes them probably a um, free voidfarer, uh, probably similar to the second dibs. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and throw on any sort of, like, um... Like, uh, like Mayday sig- signal sort of like radio frequency, like general mm. CB, like, you know, yeah, void yeah, radar, yeah. radar talk, yeah. you know, yeah. The, whatever the, whatever the generally 100%. understood void Mayday signal is, oh. I'm going to throw that on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you throw that on and immediately you see, um, the ship sort of change course to your direction and you get a, um, message coming through. Do you receive the message? Uh, one second. Before I receive the message, uh, I'm going to, like, flick through my little leather bag that I mentioned that had the ID badge in it before. Oh, sure. And I'm going to yeah. look. So what what sort of creature is, like, what is the ID badge? What is on the ID badge? Oh, this was a gnome. You see their little picture on the ID badge. Uh, their name was... Um, Percival Smallwater. Percival Smallwater. All right. Uh, Xandar goes ahead and uses uh, his last spell slot to cast Disguise Self. 
Nice. Oh my God. Comes <laughs> Percival Smallwater. And then, uh, and then, like, makes sure, like, like checks, you know, the um, video feed before they answer the call, and makes sure that, like, yeah. the the coffin and the other two are like out of frame, and then yeah, uh, get it nice and cropped, yeah, and yeah. then picks up the call. Um, yeah, the uh, call is actually uh, audio only, and you feel a little disappointed because you um, worked so hard on <laughs> this little ruse. Um, but the uh, uh, call comes through. You hear um. Well, hello there. You seem to be in a bit of a tough spot. Need a lift? Yes, yes, we do. Uh, this is uh, Commander Percival Smallwater, uh, and, and we're in trouble here. Well, you come to the right place, Percival. We keep the old ways of the void here, and we never turn down a ship in need. We'll be uh, pulling up right in front of you, and we're going to open up our docking bay once you... He's on in there. Uh, right away. And Percival, like, uh, reaches out, like, with, with limbs that are shorter uh, than Xandar is typically used to, like, tries to adjust the captain's chair so that, like, like you know, <laughs> reaches down for the lever below and, like, scoots it a little closer to the to the steering column. And uh, as Percival Smallwater sort of, like, starts to maneuver the ship towards this... Uh, towards this other void craft. All right, you see the void craft um, flies past you first as it is going to pull in front of you to open up its docking bay, and you see the name written on the side of the ship, the Star Corsair. And that's a good place to stop. Fabulous, fabulous. I am so excited. (laughs) I'm glad. Everything you knew has been destroyed. I know. We are, we are, it's nice to be playing a robot that can't process trauma. uh, Because um, watching your home get devoured by a void dragon, I'm sure would really, would really fuck someone up. That was, the thought that, yeah, yeah. that was the thought that was going through my head when Carlos was like, oh, rain started to see that that ship felt like home. Like, I'm sure Xandar just like looked over at Hart and was like, started to feel like home. Jeez. <laughs> Read the room. Read the room, yeah. Hart oh, was like one hand pressed up against the window. They're just staring out into space. Yeah, yeah. While this void dragon is trying to eat us. Yeah. Like, realizing yeah. like, for the first Good. time, like, I was not supposed to leave that ship and now it's gone excellent job everyone i'm excited to um see what happens when you uh go aboard the corsair but until then bianca what do you got for me um i've got some social meets for you um i'm really excited about it because uh we have real content on there um, well you can cut that part out because i guess at the point in time in which this exists the exists whatever anyway um <laughs> let's talk about social media shall we uh yes. if you are interested in uh chatting with us about the podcast or dropping off any of your really cool fan art or fan fiction, uh, you can follow us on Instagram and find us on Reddit at the pod has been cast and on Twitter at the PHB cast. Beautiful. Thank you. Carlos, um, who do we need to be saying thank you to? We have two great people that we want to thank for the work that that they've done with us. Uh, the first is Matthew Munoz, who has done a lot of the music that we're working with. Um, you can find a lot more of his work at matthewmuniasmusic.com. Uh, he's got a lot of really cool stuff on there, uh, totally with our vibe, but some from other shows and things like that. So go check out his website. And then we have some new character art that has been posted on said social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's been created by uh, an artist by the name of Billy Walsh, also known as Goob. Uh, you can find more of his work on Instagram at look at Goob. So at with the, what do they call that thing with the A? The swirly A. The symbol, thank you. Swirly A. Look at Goob. Go check it out. 
Fabulous. Let's go down the street to Robert's Corner. Mm, The most insignificant part of the show. Uh, (laughs) You know, don't sell yourself short. Yeah, don't sell yourself short. I watched you mentally prepare for this segment. (laughs) It's a podcast within a podcast. This this is actually, this is kind of relevant. Uh, I've been totally obsessed. I just discovered, I mean, a little late to the party, but I just discovered uh, Divinity 2. And I've been playing oh it God, on the I Switch. I don't know if you, I don't know if you all have played it at all, mm-hmm. but it's um, so good. It's like an RPG that I think is like the closest to D and D mechanics in a video game that I've ever yeah. seen. So, uh, cool. if you want to add us with your Switch friend codes and play some Divinity <laughs> or uh, you yes. know some, some Mario Kart or something like that, like let's hell yeah, let's make some some Nintendo friends. Oh, we should be Nintendo Nintendos. friends. <laughs> well, thank you all for playing. I will see you next time in the void. Yeah. Yeah.